So first of all, I would like to introduce myself. I'm Dr. E. Sheik. Actually, I'm a physician. My basic background is physician. But at the moment, I'm a director, academic of University of Medicine. All my presentation is going to be focused related to the education. So as we all know, Mendeley is the center of the Myanmar. Uh, I work there. I live there. I born there. <laughs> I studied there at the University of Medicine, Mandalay, and finally I married men from the Mandalay. <laughs> so throughout my career is in Mandalay. <laughs> this is a typical lady features. As we all know, that we all have a more than 55 million population in our country. Half of them are women. So now we are in the Myanmar in the transition. What we are facing right now is we are triple reform process. One is the economic reform. The second is the democratic governance uh, rules or law, as Mama has mentioned. And third is social, cultural, and gender equality, and national unity, peace, and development. So in our Myanmar in transition, is especially connectivity changes and many challenges. So definitely we do have a notable uh, advances, uh, including these five years. Uh, one is a new constitutional and parliament. And another uh, advances are we are releasing our political prisoners and, and legal reform and establishing, uh, establishing institutions to protect fundamental human rights and pluralistic media and abolishing free publication and most internet censorship abolished and the restoration of the censors and data and the bilateral ceasefire agreement within four, 40 ethnic group and increased private sector investment and then financial infrastructure reform. These are the, the noticeable advances during transitional period of Myanmar. So what is our role regarding the women education? The role of women education is the higher quality education benefits individual women, not only our individual women, but also affect on the family as well as the member uh, member family members throughout throughout our generation. So education empowers the woman with the knowledge, skill, value they need and build a better life. So educating women creates the opportunity for the social, economic development and political aspect and it pretend back the positive impact of our so society by contributing absolutely to the economy of the country and society. So, what is women education? Women education includes general education from the studying from the school to the college, vocational school, technical education, and the professional and health education. So, education is a major driving force for our human development and it opens the doors to the job market, conflicts inequality, improved maternal health, 
and reduce the child mortality. So education is how much really important in our uh, human development, especially for the women. So why education is so important? These are the reasons. One is economic development, it depends on our education, and economic empowerment, and improve life, improve health, dignity and honor, justice, choice of profession, alleviate the poverty. All these are depend our depends on the woman's education. So what is our real situation in Myanmar? And the gender and education in Myanmar is uh, this slide is showed the level of education and percentage of female students. In the primary school, there's a 9.4%, only 9.4% of female students. And the middle school is nearly 50%, half of the students are female students. And the high school is 51.8%, and but higher education rise up to the 60% are female students. More than 80% of the all academic staff members are women in our university. And so higher education in Myanmar is almost gender imbalanced and female dominant. So current situation in Myanmar is there is a 163 higher education state-funded state university. All our universities are the state-funded university under the Ministry of Education uh, not all Ministry of Education. Ministry of Education, most of the uh, university are uh, run under the control of Ministry of Education, but other remaining universities are different, uh, different ministry run by their respected ministry. And then Arts and Science University, male and female rector ratio is less than three is to one, three female and one male. So this is student enrollment in our university, over 550,000 students a year. So this is a, this slide shows that different uh, high education university, higher education university, and the different minister, uh, ministry. You know, I'm from the health and support, our medical university is under health and support altogether. 163 higher education university in Myanmar. Uh, this is my university data from the University of Medicine Mandalay. As you can see, all the teaching staff, 68.2% are female. Non-teaching staff, 71.65% are female in our university. And then let's see the student. And the graduate student for the Medical University is 59, is male dominant, but postgraduate student 57.05% is from female student. So let's see our total population of the Myanmar. This is the current figure is 53.4 million people 2017. You can see the female population is 50.7%. So that the ratio between the male and female in our general population is half and half. So let's see that the different female population in the uh, overall population is 50, 
high school, high school education 51.8% of females, higher education 60%, academic staff 80%, and politics I think 6%. I think it's the same as you mentioned, Mama. So women, women uh, dominate in the education in our, in our country. So we have to think about why this has happened. Why? When males is gone, when males are born, you know, 80% are working in the education. They are not working in the education. Probably it is a, the education is culturally appropriate for the ladies teaching and carry the student like, uh, like our family members. You know, and it's not many men want to because it is this kind of low salary. In Myanmar, uh, the men are the breadwinner of the family and the ladies are just carrying the family. So because of low salary, I think this is my, my opinion. <laughs> low salary, they are not going to work in the education sector. So what are the current issues? Women education does not match post-education employment at all sectors and it indicates the lower labor force and participation lower labor force participation rate and higher employment for the women than men women are largely re underrepresented in the decision making and leadership position uh, like our university 80% are academic staff are women but at the head of the school is men so, uh, women do not occupy appropriate senior level despite their education. Most of the people, uh, most of the educated, uh, educated person are women, but, uh, but in the higher level is not appropriate, you know? Because of the culturally, women are related to transfer like me. <laughs> stay, stay in the same place, uh, working throughout our life, and related to transfer, so unlikely to get a promotion, you know? Uh, promotion at a higher level and less proportion at a higher level. That is the reason, this is my, my thought, you know. So how has Myanmar met its gender equality in education? I think for the education aspect, the men and women, they, we, we have equal access to the majority of the areas, equal access to the education. So to the different level of education where there has been most progress in Myanmar. So that's why primary, although primary school is less female, secondary and the higher education is an equal opportunity. Our women has an equal opportunity. But still have an access consent from the very remote area, something like Sakai, Chien, something like that. The remote area, is, they, they still have an access consent. And Quality and achievement, quality and achievement of education appears to be still a problem, you know. Not a, the education is not uh, qualified, you know. It, another one is equality of the opportunity to optimize learning. That's no problem. But equality of the outcome is still a problem in Myanmar. You know, in post-education employment, where the women currently where well, women currently experience lower labor force participation rate and higher unemployment rates than men. 
this is still issued in our country. What are the limitations at, at all levels of education? This is the same as the other area. The uh, education has still limitation. The investment, government investment and expenditure of the on the education is very limited, very very much reduced compared with our regional country. We don't have a comprehensive data on education. It's not available. All the data are fragmented, and there's always a data gap. We don't have an evidence base, you know, or evidence based evaluation for the, the not only the education but also in the other area like in politics, in the um, uh, health sector as well. And access concern to the basic education and quality and achievement also appear to be a problematic and nationwide. For the city and the uh, easily accessible area, there won't be any problem, but what as a nationwide, they still have a problem because of the transportation gap and the communication gap, something like that. Generally, poor system of education in Myanmar, only 2% of universities met all 15 quality standard indicators, and 24% of teachers were un, uh, untrained. You know, all the quality of teachers is depend, the education quality is depend on the uh, quality or teacher as well as the poor system. The training opportunity for the preschool teacher were very limited and the majority of whom are the teachers are women. So these still are limitation you know, for the level of our education. So how are we going to break these barriers and limitations? I think for the women education, we have to emphasize on the skill and competency rather than education and degree, you know. Uh, this skill and competency rather than higher education and management experience because of the, you know, that the, uh, when we post the job, the, the male recruitment is based on the skill and competency rather than degree and education, you know. So we have to encourage women um, for the emphasizing their skill and competency rather than education. Another one is offering flexible working hours that help employees balance their professional and personal responsibility. For example, for me, uh, I have to work for the long day from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. for the government and the another evening is our private clinic. I have to work because of the salary is not enough to support my family. And on the other hand, I have to take care of my two children as well. So <laughs> offering flexible work hours must be very important for the, the lady, you know. Promising to ensure the equal treatment, promotion and support of female staff. The another one is empowering the woman. How are we going to empower women and encourage women into the non-traditional vocation and work together? Like me, you know, uh, I'm very confident to work in the our uh, education media, but in non-education media, I am not confident to like this workshop. You know, <laughs> this is beyond my. I, beyond my expertise, you know, I'm very reluctant to talk, but I try to do my best. And then for the 
encourage women into the non-traditional vocation and work together. And another is a quota system. In the quota system is a, a like um, our medical school, 50% uh, of the Ken students must be male and 50% must be female. So that is me. Uh, the higher matriculation marks 500 is the entry point for the female student, but for the male matriculation marks is something like 400 and 420 is their marks. You know. So when we use the quota system, that is still uh, debatable for the selection criteria. So as as Mama mentioned about the Ministry of, this is another way, Ministry of Social Welfare and Relief and Resettlement that we have a national strategic plan for the advancement of the women 2013 to 2020. The, they said women advancement and empowerment is two critical area aligned with the basic platform for action. These two areas are women and livelihoods, women and education, vocational training, women and health, violence against women, women and emergencies, women and economies, women and decision making, national mechanism for women, women and armed conflict, women and media, women and the environment, and the protection and empowerment of the girls. This area, our um, Ministry of Social Welfare uh, is focused on the, this 12 areas is going to improve during the period of 2013 to 2020. And another is, whenever we talk about the inequality or rights, we have to make sure the policy agenda is the key role, policy agenda. We strengthen the system, structures and practices to ensure women equal access to quality, formal and non-formal education and training through policy formulation and implementation that includes data collection, research, advocacy, capacity building activities involving government and non-government stakeholders and resource allocation. So this is another important area. So this slide shows that strengthen the collection of the disaggregated data and gender statistics on education management information system. This is what we really needed in our country and ensure that data inform policy formulation, implementation, and we can do the ongoing monitoring. The next is review and reform the curriculum from the gender perspective, building on the work supported by the comprehensive education sector review. The next is invest in gender sensitive early childhood care and development. Since early childhood, we have to invest. Make teacher training gender sensitive to strengthen teaching and teachers' practice. Another is Ensure secure gender sensitive work and learning environments for teachers and students. For the lady, conduct, we have to conduct the further gender analysis of the technical and vocational education training, ensure that, that promotes the women's expanded entry 
into non-traditional occupation, matching skills with labor market demand. This is another area we need to develop. Next one is the ensure community engagement in education management. In our country, that you know, uh, the community engagement is really important. I think all the community people they are struggling for their daily living and basic needs of their life. They cannot engage in the the you know edu education system. The next is build a policy maker capacity on gender equality in education. So there are so many areas, as I mentioned, 12 areas for the education platform. What are our priority area in Myanmar? So priority area, we have to promote international coordination, cooperation among the higher education stakeholders. The second is begin to establish an agreed vision for the higher education in Myanmar and develop an understanding of autonomy in higher education institutions and encourage inclusive diversity, equity in higher education. Another area I have to focus is find ways and means to achieve a modern and empower higher education sector and accelerate reform. Emphasizing the area need to prioritize and develop and strengthen. We emphasize the importance of private-public partnership and the link to that employability and the meaningful and reciprocal international collaboration at all levels, the need for capacity building programs to ensure the sustainability of the system, and the empowerment for the four key area, empower autonomy, empower inclusiveness, empower change and empower for the future. So how are we going to eliminate the same? This is safe for these to take all appropriate measures to eliminate these, the same condition for the career, for access to the study, for the achievement of the diplomas in education and establishment of all categories in the rural as well as the urban area. And this equality shall be ensured in the preschool, general, technical, professional, and higher education, higher, higher technical education as well as in all types of vocational training. So another is access to the same curriculum, as I mentioned, the elimination of any stereotypic concept and role of men or women at all levels. And third is the same opportunity or benefit for scholarship and study grants, and the same opportunity for the access program for continuing education. And then there's reducing the gap in the education existing men and women. So this is the second last Slide, the reduction of female student job outreach for the organization program for the girls and women and the same opportunity to participate actively in the sports and physical education, access to specific educational information to help ensure the health and well-being of family, including information and advice on the family planning. As a conclusion, as you all know, the empowerment Autonomy and improvement of the women's social, economic, political status is essential for the achievement of the transparent and accountable government, as well as the administration and sustainable development in all areas of life. So, women in power 
with more or less greater opportunities for the women education, health, women education, health and equality. Thank you so much for your kind attention.